0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be happy today because we are standing up for truth. We are standing up for the greatest country in the history of humanity, of course, the United States of America. And I always address you as ladies and gentlemen because they're trying to cancel that phrase. And there are, in fact, two genders. And that's coming from me, Lady Maga USA. Y'all know I am a drag artist and I host this podcast because... um, I really love talking to people like our guest today. He is John Harvey. He is director of Blexit, Utah. He is just a powerhouse, alpha, awesome patriot. And I've had the honor of meeting him and interacting here in Utah. So I wanted to have a conversation with him. So let's get him on the program. Hello, John. How are you doing? Hey, Ryan.
1: How are you this morning?
0: I am great. I'm so excited to talk to you because, you know, uh, Minorities in the United States have been manipulated for so long, and especially in our current political climate. Me, I'm gay, so I'm supposed to be a leftist. I'm supposed to, <laughs> I'm supposed to hate the Christians, I'm supposed to just, you know, I'm supposed to identify with these wacko LGBTQIA plus plus XYZ people <laughs> pushing hormones on kids, and I refuse. And I know that it's similar within the black community if you go with mainstream media and mainstream black culture you are supposed to identify as a victim and just hate the world so talk to me a little bit about um just tell me a little bit about your life story where you grew up and how you've um, come to your political personal beliefs
1: well good to be here my story is simply uh, I grew up on the east Coast I'm actually from originally North Carolina of carolina um long story short transferred to utah have two beautiful daughters love the state decided to stay here after a military life a part of a military life i should say um wasn't really that much into politics at all you know like most of us as we're younger we kind of keep doing that thing and you know but the moment i started paying taxes the moment i started realizing where my money was going the moment obama ran for president i started thinking what the hell is really going on with this country because every four years it seems like we republicans are racist you know blacks are always the victim and i didn't i've never thought that because most everybody i dealt with in life either worked owned a business business and was doing the thing doing what they needed to do to be a good citizen but if you listen to the left you never ever hear of a success story unless it's an athlete you hear from jordan Lebron james you know tiger woods charles barkley that was the only realm of success for blacks You know, let's be a professional athlete. It wasn't, let's be a doctor, let's be a lawyer, let's be an entrepreneur. There's always an athlete. And we all know that um, to be an athlete, the odds of you becoming a professional athlete are astronomical.
0: Well, I think think in today's culture, um, there's still that idea that you kind of have to be um, an athlete or a rapper or a YouTube star. I feel like those are the avenues being pushed on young black people today.
1: And you know what? You're exactly right. Um, Anything that is the stereotype that will give you or gain you wealth, they push it, you know, because, but when it comes to corporate America, that's where they tell us we can't succeed. This is when the government says, you know, since corporate America won't allow you to be a CEO or the president or vice president, we're going to create programs for you to kind of easy, you know, level out the the playing field. But not only that, since corporate America won't let you be the entrepreneur or the CEO you want to be, we're going to just take money from them. So if you can't make money off the corporations as an employee, Let's make money by wealth redistribution.
0: Can I play devil's advocate for just a second? Okay, so let's say I'm a leftist and you Mm -hmm. just told me that black kids dream of being an athlete or a rap star um, because they don't think it's possible for them to go into the corporate world and become a successful doctor. Is there... Is there a level of racism within corporate America that does keep Black people away from those positions? Well, let me ex- let me
1: explain it to you this way. There is a such thing as systemic racism. It's called affirmative action. Affirmative action is one of the biggest racist... Imp- imp- um, how do I say it? You know... It's one of the biggest, most legal form of racism I've ever seen. And it's to to discriminate against whites. Black guy, white guy. Everything level.
0: So are you telling me right now, as a black man in America, you believe the greater problem of racism is directed at white people, not at black people? That sounds pretty shocking.
1: The reason why I say that, because it's called you know, they want whites to feel guilt. They're playing on white guilt. They're trying to climb the ladder by on the backs and the guilt of white folks. Instead of climbing that ladder organically, let's just make the white people feel guilty. Let's make white America feel guilty. Let's what, you know, white corporations feel guilty. Here's an example for you. Two students, med students, both graduated. One has a 3.1, one has a 4.0. The one that has a 4.0 is white, 3.1 is black. Not because he's black, his grade score or his GPA is lower. Maybe he didn't imply apply himself such as the white do. So if you were going to a doctor's office, who would you want? The guy with the 3.1 who's a doctor because he's black or the guy that has a 4.0? who is a doctor because he's just that damn good.
0: Right. I, I was uh, fired from Delta Airlines over my politics. And since I've been fired, they've just gone complete woke. And they have a goal of having, I think it's 50% people of color uh, within their pilots and their flight attendants. And to me, it seems insulting and racist to intelligent black pilots because they have uh, decided they're going to hire pilots Based on their skin color, that will actually be something they look at when hiring a pilot. Uh, I, I personally don't care what skin color my pilot has. I care that we're right. not going to crash. Right. And then for the flight attendants, in order to achieve the goal of you know more people of color in there, they've taken away the requirement. As far as I know, they've taken away the requirement of a college education. They always preferred that a flight attendant finish four years of college. And they're taking that out. So they are actually dumbing down their standards for everyone in the name of diversity. And from what I'm gathering, from what you're saying, you're saying that is, in fact, racist in itself.
1: It absolutely is. Think about something. But here's another problem, Ryan, that I don't understand with Black America. Why the hell do you not come out and say, listen, people, we don't need your help? Why do I want a job just because I'm Black and not because I'm qualified for it? Because then when you go to your employer, for example, employer says, hey, Ryan, we hired you because you're you're gay. Not because you're a fantastic uh, flight attendant. Ryan would say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want you to hire me because I'm gay. I want you to hire me because I'm qualified. I want you to hire me because I do a damn good job. And when it comes time to, like, for example, getting a raise, then your employer says no. I didn't hire you because you're the best qualifier. I hired you because I had to hire you because I had to have a quota. Well, that's, that's why you're not making all the money. I fu- I fulfilled my obligation to the federal government by just hiring you. Your wages has nothing to do with it. So it's a, it's that's the It is, and that's yeah. a lot of, a problem with a lot of blacks. You know, you go and you get a job, and you say to yourself, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm the president of the company, but I like make less money than. The CEO of the company, I mean, the vice president of the company, this is a black versus white. The CEO says, yeah, you're, you're the president of the company, because it's not because you qualified. Because it's good optics. But
0: they it's, would never say that out loud, but everybody, oh, hell no. everybody no. knows that's what's happening. So they will uh, never say that out loud. So I think that people who are put into a, a higher position or get a good job because of their skin color and they know it because they're aware of the other candidates who have been uh, rejected, um, I think that has to create a sense of inferiority and a little bit of anger. So it's kind of like they have to go out and, and preach racism because they have an inferiority complex, which I think naturally follows being told that you only got this job Because you are, in fact, inferior and you had to do it based off of something you didn't choose. And I think that that is racist for them to choose people based off of skin color. Uh, You mentioned growing up that, um, you know, as you (laughs) as you became a professional and started paying taxes, that's when you sort of uh, started to wake up. They say that if you're 20 and you're not a liberal, you don't have a heart. And if you're 30... And you're still a liberal. You don't have a brain. Would you agree with that?
1: (laughs) I I agree. Yeah, I I will agree. You know, I just think that uh, nowadays this racism crap is a bunch of crap and it's used to promote someone's agenda. You know, anytime, you know, when blacks, especially back on the East Coast and in the South, blacks are, are raised that they're supposed to be Democrats. That is a natural course of things for the Black community back East. And it's, in, it's even on the West Coast. We've been told that we needed to be or we should be Democrats. But actuality, I tell Blacks who are Democrats and you don't know your history. If you're a Black person and you run around these streets saying, calling, you know, that the Republicans or the conservatives racism, well, then you don't know your history at all. You're absolutely living in the dark. And my job is to open the door, turn the light on, and kick your ass out of that closet so you know what's going on and what history was all about. Um, when you tell Blacks, you know, you know, in 1865, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, who was a Republican. Um, you tell people that the Republican Party was founded in 1854, And one of the key points of it was to free the slaves and taxes and commerce and some other things. So but then when you explain to blacks that, you know, the first 23 black congressmen, they were Republicans. The first black senator was a Republican. So if you can't figure out who freed your butt, you guys have a really, 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 really educational retention problem.
0: They, all, they also uh talk about the KKK i believe oh my god right i believe the founders of the KKK were also democrats how they really have successfully uh manipulated the majority of people black and white to believe that slavery and all of that is the history of conservatives um i'm going to dive down a little bit of a rabbit hole here and i want to see if you agree with what what i have concluded okay I believe that the Democrats and not the average liberal not the average leftist I think most leftists are just misguided I think most black people are just misguided and like you said there's a there's a level of ignorance about history of course but I believe that the Democrats in power people who you know like uh, Rashida Tlaib or Joe Biden Kamala Harris democrat leaders behind the scenes they actually quite literally have the goal of keeping people of color, especially Black people, ignorant, on welfare, uneducated, and distracted with mindless entertainment, and I believe that the executives uh, behind the scenes in the in the hip hop industry making thug culture the primary identity of young black people, I believe that it really is a large conspiracy to keep black people ignorant, poor and down because then every single election, they can promise that things are going to get better and you're suffering. So we're going to help you. We're the party that cares about you. And so do you think that, that the Democrats actually do have the goal of oppressing and suppressing black people?
1: absolutely absolutely 100 percent. they've been doing it since the late 60s with lyndon baines johnson you know when they uh, implemented the uh father absence program basically the welfare program which was designed to kick the father out of the home and um retain the mother and children on the welfare system create a new culture of people that are dependent on the government no, I'm going to give a quote from Lyndon Baines Johnson. He says, Now, I'll clean it up. He says, We will no longer, he says, we can no longer keep them in slavery, but we can keep them enslaved. First quote. Second quote was, We will have those N words voting Democrat for 100 years. Close quote. So, that, in itself, tells you what the ultimate plan was, you know, but it's ironic though blacks are only thirteen percent of the population, roughly thirty four million people in the United States. So they've been trying or they have been keeping the blacks in the system for well over fifty years. And they don't want that to change, and they're they understand. T- they're- they're
0: terrified but, of empowered Black men like you.
1: Well, you know what? Don, well, Donald Trump scared the hell out of them. When they When they actually could see what would happen if more and more Blacks were to realize what the Democrat Party was all about, the historical um, mayhems that the uh, Democrats have created years gone by, people were to wake up. It's terrifying to them. Their power is gone. You know, you often hear people like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Schumer, Adam Schiff, Nadler, um, they they all talk about the Ku Klux Klan and racism and that the Republican Party wants to keep you um, in your place. Where's in your place at? Is that where the Democrats is keeping them now? Or was it to... Show them that in your place, that the place that they are in now, it's not permanent. You know, they tell you every single four, two to four years, you're a victim. You know, Hitler said it. You know, the best form of propaganda is telling a lie over and over and over again. And people will eventually believe believe it. That's what the Democrats do. They lie. They lie. They lie. They lie. They lie. And eventually, people start believing the crap, you know. Here's what, Ryan, here's something that's really bothered me about about the Black community. We run around this country, and I will say, there are a section of whites that are running around with it because they're the sympathizers. They also too bought into that Blacks are victims. You know, I've heard somebody say one time, um, you know what, if I was Black, I could see why they think um, that the world is against them. Who in the flying hell told them that the world was against them? It's the Democrats. Well, the Demo- I,
0: I was gonna, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, um, who is pushing this narrative? Who is really Democrats. behind exactly? But is it is it black people or is it white that, liberal Democrats? Black
1: Democrats as well. There are black, black Democrats such as Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. Louis Farrakhan is not so Louis Farrakhan is a different breed. He's a straight racist, but he's real about who he is. He doesn't like white liberals. He doesn't like Uncle Tom's. He's a straight racist. But one thing about Louis Farrakhan, he will tell you what he thinks. There is no hiding with him. There's no hiding with him. But you got got Michelle Obama. You got Oprah Winfrey. You got uh, uh, Barack Obama. All these people are using blacks to gain wealth and power. They all are. They don't give a rat's ass.
0: Because they're the they're the elitists at the time. They're
1: the elitists because they realize something. If I'm part of the elitist group, I'm protected. I'm wealthy. I'm in the a club. So when people like Al Sharpton comes out, you know, and start running in his mouth, it's not because he gives a care about black the black community. It's about making him wealthy putting his name out there, getting donations for his foundation and organization. Same thing as the Clintons. Clintons have a a $300 million foundation and don't do diddly with it, but put it in their pockets. Their daughter, Chelsea Clinton, has a net worth of $50 million because she works for the Clinton Foundation. So they're all corrupt. You know, when I see a black politician, like, for example, Maxine Waters from California, and the crap that comes out of her mouth, had it been a Republican, she would have been removed, recalled, voted out, shot, slandered. You name it if it was a Republican saying some of the crap she, she be, that she's saying. You yeah. say some of the things that Joe Biden has said about bl- the black community. If it was Donald Trump, they would tar and feather that man for making some of the comments that Joe Biden has they stayed.
0: they can get away with whatever they want actually um when i was at delta there are black flight attendants who can say the most vitriolic things you know terrible things including the n word no problem free pass for democrats free pass for for all of them now our our great and glorious so called president joe biden has publicly has publicly stated that uh,
1: that was a joke, right?
0: Of course, yeah, yeah. A little comic relief there yeah. for you. Yeah, um, they have publicly stated that um, one of the greatest threats in America right now. Well, of course, there's climate change. There's uh, you know whatever, but right at the top of their list is systemic racism and white supremacy. And I would just like to ask you, um, where where in America is this great threat against Black people? And then I want to ask you, what are the greatest threats against Black people?
1: Okay, systemic racism, the Ku Klux Klan, they exist, but not in the manner that the Democrats are trying to promote. When's the last time you heard of a Democrat, I mean, of a Ku Klux Klan Killing a black man—the last time I heard was the late '90s in Texas, James Byrd. That's the last time I've heard. Where's this rampant killing of blacks by the Ku Klux Klan? They promote that narrative because they know people are not smart enough to do homework to see what they say is true. CNN, uh, MSNBC, ABC, CBS—you know—all these liberal networks—they promote some of the Biggest lies that I've ever heard in my life, and yet they don't talk about Let me tell you something. As a black man, I can tell you when the last time a black man was killed in Chicago. They don't talk about that. Or in New Orleans. Or in Baltimore. you know, Or in Philadelphia. These cities that black-on-black crimes are out of this world, especially now that they defunded the police in these blue cities. You know, that's the biggest killer of black men. And it's not the police. It's other black men killing blacks. That's the biggest killer of the black community. You know, and then as far as um, what was your second question?
0: Oh, that was you. You answered both questions. So you said the biggest threat is black on black crime. But, buddy, you better not talk about that. And by the way, those four officers who uh, suicided in D.C., you know, after yeah. the so-called insurrection, yeah. they, they're suicided. So, anybody listening right now, John and I, we are not suicidal, okay? And here nope. we are talking about black on black crime. So, if we get suicided, uh, John was talking about the Clintons. <laughs> we know, we know who it was. <laughs> they so, have a body count. <laughs> they did. So, oh man, do they ever? They uh, since the nineties, man. <laughs> yeah. But So, talking about the um the Democrats and their overall goal of oppression and poverty and ignorance for Black people, you're telling me that that is not a rabbit hole. That is just, to me, I, that's what I believe. I think it's almost factual at this point. And the other goal that I think the Democrats have, and they manipulate and use the Black community and stir them up. For example, the, the Black Lives Matter riots which terrorized Salt Lake City right here in Utah, cop cars burned, someone was shot in Provo. Um, they they create this chaos and defund the police knowing black people are going to die. In a predominantly white city, yeah, crime might go up, but we know where the majority of, of terrible murders and shootings are occurring. And like you said, it is in Chicago, it is in New Orleans. So I think that the Democrats... Um, They want this level of chaos because once again, they can step in with tyrannical measures to make everybody safe again. They love the chaos. And of course, they want the United Nations eventually to come in in blue helmets and end the chaos that they will claim is being caused by racism. But um, yeah, black people are dying right now. Black people are suffering. We've seen all the as conservatives, we see the pictures of those precious children who have been caught in crossfire. We see the pictures of the black police officers who bravely go into those inner cities and get shot and killed. But their names are never pushed forward. And the only one who's pushed forward is uh, St. Saint, uh, St. Saint George of Fentanyl. You know, talk to me a little bit about George Floyd and the impact that had politically uh, for you as a black conservative.
1: Okay, as a black conservative or a conservative who happens to be black, um, just like I'm an American who happens to be black, I'm not an African American. African Americans are when you you leave the native land of Africa, you come here and become a citizen. That's an African American. I was born here. You know, they talk about privilege and white privilege. No, we all have the same privilege. When you're born in this country, you already start out with privilege over the rest of the world. That's why the rest of the world tries to come to this country because of the privileges that we all have per our constitution. I'll say that. George Floyd. <clears throat> it was you. First of all, do I believe George Floyd was murdered? No. Do I believe he was manslaughter? No. Because what people don't. And now, see, the thing is, Ryan, they don't allow people to use their common sense. Because people wake up and use their damn common sense. They'll realize, you know, two and two is four. Even though the Democrats will tell you two and two is five. And they'll tell you that so many times. People start to believe that.
0: Well, John, you know that mathematics and grammar and table manners are racist, right?
1: Absolutely, dude. Anything that's knowledge is racist nowadays. Anything about learning about history is racist nowadays. But let me get to George Floyd, because that's an interesting point. Now, granted, George Floyd, it's unfortunate he had died. But the problem with this whole scenario is that the way they allowed it to manifest. You know, they took it as being a cop killing, which actually was not. But what people don't realize, okay, when the toxicology came out in the coroner report, Fentanyl, lethal doses, and meth in his system. He died of cardiac arrest. Not asphyxiation, cardiac arrest. But they don't tell the people that. So people end up believing what CNN or NBC or ABC, because, and here's what's crazy. If you hear it on Fox News, Fox News, it must not be true. Because you know why, Ryan? Because all the other five liberal networks are telling the same lie. So it makes whatever you learn on Fox, Fox Network network to be false because the other five networks are saying the same thing. And this is where people miss a lot of the uh, the uh, maneuvers that the, the left use to, to take a lie and promote it as being the truth because they've got so many outlets saying the same thing. And then you got somebody like Fox News saying the counter opposite of it Well, Fox News must not know what they're talking about. So this is how they get a lot of things pushed through and how they can trigger blacks. For example, George Floyd, it was a trigger. It was the biggest trigger to destroy the world's most powerful country. It was the biggest trigger. One black man, one white man used to spread the uh, narrative that racism is really bad in this country. Now, look, you know, Derek Chauvin on the guy's neck. No, it's not a good look. I mean, he didn't help the cause by with his hand in his pocket, looking up at the camera. He did not help that cause. But the Democrat used that, and I have to say it beautifully, to promote what they've been promoting for years. You know, there's no such thing as massive cop killings of black. It doesn't exist. But they know and they know they're not going to go. Most Americans, black Americans, African-Americans, because, by the way, according to Biden, we can't use computers. You don't don't have an
0: ID, right? You don't know how to get an ID.
1: As a matter of fact, that's why I haven't gotten vaccinated because I can't get an ID. Oh, (laughs) there you go. Oh, yeah. You know, get an ID.
0: You know what, John? Um, be- because I'm white and I have white privilege, I am willing to come over and teach you how to get on the Internet. And I will teach you how to get an ID because, you know, y- y- it's impossible for a-, a black person to do that. So should I vol? Should I go volunteer on the street and uh, teach black people how to use a computer, use the Internet, get an ID?
1: No, because let me tell you what's going to happen, <laughs> because in the real world, you go out to some black man and say, hey, would you like to learn how to get an ID? you may not like the reply. (laughs) (laughs) You may not like the reply because that's reality. You know, that's uh, the stuff you can actually go and check. I bet you, Ryan, if we walk down the street, 10 out of 10 people will tell us over the age of 16, uh, over the age of 18, will tell you, I have a damn driver's license or an ID. Of course they do. Exactly. It's common. That's what's common for our country. You look, if you want to drink alcohol, guess what? You least of all got to have a state ID. That's
0: right. And a state go ID, on a plane. There is no
1: education required to get a state ID. That's right. No education. A driver's license, yeah, you got to pass the fruit test, blah, 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 blah. But to get an ID, there's no education. I know tons of people years gone by who had a state ID. Hell, I used to have a state ID and a driver's license before they stopped it here in Utah. Because if you lost your driver's license, you have a backup, which is your ID. So you can go to your bank and do what you got to do and do transactions and stuff. But so w- they've used us time and time and time and time again. And they've always told us every single two to four years, we're going to change the law. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I said to pe- I say to black people, when the first time you heard a Republican, I mean, a Democrat tell you they're going to fix something someone may reply, oh, 10, 12 years ago. And they say, they still tell you that you're going to do the same thing 12 years later. Doesn't that stick out in your head? Is they're full of crap?
0: Well, it's it's glaringly obvious once you open your eyes and start to look at what they're doing. It's a cycle of broken promises. So what do they say? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That, right. So that's that's why we have to awaken um. Black people and and quite frankly, everything you're talking about, um, the manipulation of of the black community by the left, it's the same exact thing for gay people. Same exact story. That's why I have walked away from the LGBT radicals. Uh, But any minority that they can convince is a victim and all of that, although I'm no longer a victim because I identify with my body and I'm a biological man. And I'm white, so I don't get. I don't have a victim card anymore. You have to be a black trans woman of color, <laughs> ideally, 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 twelve years old, because they're they're going after the kids, convincing these innocent children that they're trans. But I digress. So of course it is. It's it's, it's um ridiculous. It's heartbreaking. It's disgusting. And our Republican governor right here in Utah oh, did not me stand me up for women's. I know exactly. So so we don't got get a few, me started
1: on that idiot.
0: Oh, of course, we got a few things to talk about. Um, okay, I just want to reiterate uh, what you said about what happened with George Floyd. You mentioned uh, something along the lines of the destruction of our country, and right now we do not live in a free country, our country is unrecognizable, quite frankly. Even Utah, uh, when it comes to free speech, when it comes to reality based freedoms, we're not in a free country, and George Floyd's. Death and the manipulation of his death was the first thing that led us to this destruction that continues. The second thing was COVID 1984. I want to wrap up talking about COVID, but before we talk about COVID, talk to me a little bit about Blexit. Explain it for people who are not aware of what Blexit is and tell me why you decided to be president.
1: Well, Blexit is an organization, it's a nonpartisan 501c3 um, organization. We promote education, school vouchers, um, community work, um, educating people, you know, historically about liberals versus conservatives and why we are mainly a conservative organization. Um, Though we are nonpartisan, we've tried to promote equality rather than equity. Um, nowadays, everything's about equity, 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 equityism. you know, and that's not how we work. We believe that we we want to make a statement in our community that, hey, we're here. We're just not, you know, we're not Black Lives Matter. We're completely the opposite of Black Lives Matter. We do things for our community that, that helps individuals rise up go forward and learn how to set a goal and achieve those goals right now. You know, there's not, there's not a big organization that, that at least in Utah that presents itself as um, therefore the people of the state. You know, you have organizations here, black organizations, for example, and you know, you don't hear of them. You never hear of them. And well, so the, only, got, the only, the only
0: black organizations we ever hear about are the, um, NAACP and uh, right, it's NAACP, right? NAACP. N-d- yeah, and Black Lives Matter, and of course, Democrat leaders. So it sounds like Blexit, it, without getting diving into too much of our current politics, is Great. there to send the exact opposite message of Black Lives Matter out into the world to tell these people you're talented, you're smart, you can do it. Wake up, enjoy your life. You can achieve anything. Is that kind of what your message is to that's, black people? That's
1: exactly what the message is. You know, we're the kind of, like I said, we're the polar opposite of, of Black Lives Matter. You know, we're not color based. Um, we have black members, black, pre- I mean, white presidents and some in some states or I should say state directors in some states. It's a polar polarization of everybody. Um, it's about doing good as an organization. It's not about having an organization who makes a lot of money that it goes into the organization's founders pockets. You know, it's about, you know, helping, the, literally helping the community. You know, this is my first month involved as state director. And uh, I, have, I have a lot of goals I wanna reach. I have a great board and uh, we all think alike. You know, as you know, Jamie, She's my right-hand girl. shes I've learned so much from Jamie alone, you know?
0: Yeah, we I have mean, an incredible community of actual patriots here in Utah. So it sounds like you've got them involved in in Blexit. I called you president of it. You're, you're state, state, director. state director of uh, Blexit Utah. What kind of activities or presentations or events can we expect from you? And where can people follow you and find out about your work?
1: Right now, you can follow us on, um, go on to Blexit.com forward slash Utah. And um, you can look up and see what some of the current events that are gonna be coming about. Um, right now, like I said, I just came on as state director. So I've got to get with my board and we will discuss what's first. Um, we'll throw a bunch, of, bunch, bunch of recommendations into the hat and then we'll figure out where we go from there. Um, Like I said, we're very new, fresh to Utah. But my whole goal is to make the whole world know about Blexit Utah. So if your followers want to join, just go to the website um, and uh, become a member. Doesn't cost anything because we're looking for people to help promote what we believe in as conservatives.
0: You heard that, listeners. You have a responsibility. If you believe in what John has been sharing with us during this program— And you believe in the beautiful potential of black Americans who are just Americans. I love that you clarify that very clearly. That's that's me, too. I tell people, you know, I'm gay. I'm a drag artist. I only do it because I want to awaken other people so that we can make it unnecessary for everybody to be divided with labels. So if you believe in uh, erasing identity politics and empowering black people to see themselves as Americans, go to Blexit.com forward slash. Utah and stay tuned for the good things that they have. John, I saw a billboard. I was driving through Salt Lake City. Barf. I can't stand Salt Lake City anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's just like Portland and Seattle and they've got the whole COVID 1984 mask mandates going on again whether you're vaccinated or not. But I did see a big billboard and it's there's some sort of black music festival coming up here in Utah. It looks like it's a big deal. Like it's going to have all kinds of artists. It's some sort of black music festival. So if you guys could get a booth or an informational table at that festival, I bet people would be very interested to, uh, to talk to you. So that's just, that's one avenue. You know, that's what we do as log cabin Republicans. We try to just set up a booth with educational material and talk to people. Um, And sometimes at events that are obviously organized by leftists. But I would would recommend, you know, just send out some of your volunteers and go set up a table. You'd be surprised. I bet a lot of people would love to talk to you.
1: Usually every year in Utah, they have what's called Summer Jam. And that's when the rappers and, you know, everybody get on the stage and do their thing. I was actually thinking about that. I was just just
0: throwing it out there, just like, you know, a table. What's the problem? I'm curious. Well,
1: one of the problems is, uh, believe it or not, Utah, the blacks in Utah seem to be, well, put it this way, conservative black men or women in this state are rare. Because a lot of the blacks are in Utah, either come from the East Coast or from the South or maybe Southern California. Their mentality is um, right now not where it needs to be as far as appreciating good conversations. Because Lex Scott here in Utah has a lot of those black uh, members for Black Lives Matters. But trust me, I have an ultimate goal for Utah. I have an ultimate goal. My goal is I want to get in front of every black conservative in this state. And I'll start with the conservatives. Once I get the black, um, black conservatives, um, then we'll start networking to those that are not conservative. I got to build up that base where, I, you know, <clears throat> of soldiers is what I need. Conservative soldiers. And then
0: we'll march. And You got to blast the... You got to blast the Destiny's Child song, Soldier. <laughs> they want a uh, soldier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You know, John, I membrals. have... I, they are. They are. I don't think they used to be, but just like every pop culture thing, pop stars, drag artists, everybody has been just taken over by the left. But I, I just want... On a personal level, I want to tell you how inspiring and how awesome it is to talk to you because... Like I said, I don't live in a free country. I lost my job at Delta. I'm kicked off of Instagram and totally shadow banned on all public platforms. And you you will be too. It's just our reality. Oh, I'm already there. Exactly. So just talking to you, seeing somebody so motivated and getting involved on a state level i think is so critical because so many people they just want like followers and fame and and views and clicks and likes and all of that's nice but you're just going to a national echo chamber digitally where actually like you said face to face with these people locally that's that's why i i'm president of log cabin utah same reason if everybody and if every conservative in every state followed what you're doing and get and got involved locally We really would transform things, but most people just talk, talk, talk. And by the way, to anybody listening, I say this all the time and I don't care if I sound judgmental. Most conservatives have not come out of the closet and most conservatives (laughs) would not like John's material online or share it because they are afraid of being called a racist. They are afraid of the backlash. Well, patriots, my fellow conservatives, now is not a time to be a coward. We've never faced so much so much persecution whether it's the vaccine whether it's intimidation by black lives matter whether it's being kicked off of social media it is out of control and if you are silent and you haven't shared your views and you haven't gotten involved shame on you because your children are going to pay the consequences of your silence so that is why John Harvey is a hero for putting himself out there, he knows the kind of backlash he's gonna get. His physical safety at one point will probably be compromised because if he is the, the, the um opposite voice of Black Lives Matter, we know how those people operate, they intimidate, they threaten. So he is a hero. Um, John, where can where can people follow you and listen to you? Not not necessarily Blexit, but just your content. How can we find you, follow you, and share what you do?
1: My Facebook. Page is the American conservative, uh, the Modern Conservative po- podcast.
0: The Modern Conservative, conservative
1: podcast, uh,
0: uh, singular. The Modern Conservative podcast. Correct. So if they just search that in the search bar, they'll and find then it. I'll
1: show up on my Facebook page, which okay. show up. Also, I have a podcast which is the Modern Conservative podcast, and that can be found on forty five platforms. So if it's um, Google iTunes, Apple Play, uh whatever platform you can find me. Podbean is the best way to listen to me live when I'm on the air and without any um um advertisement because I don't allow advertisement during my live podcast. Now, when you listen to my episodes, there will be advertisements on those, but the live there is no ads. Um and I tell the truth. I speak it. I don't care if they like it or not. Look, I will piss people off.
0: I call people cowards. I've been listening, John, and I was in my car and I was just, I was like, holy hell. He just said that. (laughs) He just said that out loud. Oh, wow. And I just pray to God that your content will be protected because you are speaking the truth. You are calling out the tyranny. And the, and, and the lockdowns and the masks and the vaccine, and we won't say too much about that right now because that's where they will cut you off. But you are out there. You see right through what is happening. And, you know, in New York, you can't eat in an indoor <laughs> yeah. restaurant. You can't go to Lady Gaga's concert. You can't go to a gym. This is literally show me your papers. Do they make you show your measles vaccination or your smallpox vaccination or your hepatitis B vaccination? No, no they sure no. don't. So that shows us that this is not about safety because if it was, you would have to show your vaccination for those diseases as well. So this is about manipulation. And and you are on the forefront uh, here in Utah, getting that message out, just unapologetically stating the truth. And that's why I love listening to you because I'm like, whoa, man, I don't even know. I I won't apologize.
1: I won't apologize for the truth. You know, here's the thing. I tell people You don't have a right not to be offended, but I have the right to say anything I want to say. It's protected under the Constitution. And for those out there who don't understand what the Constitution is, it's what gives you the freedom that you have in this country. You know, if you can't represent, if you can't respect the Constitution on the American flag, maybe you need to find another country to go to. Because as long as I'm breathing, it's never going to change.
0: Well, I hear I hear that Haiti has nice weather year round.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and like I've said many times, hey, we get a bunch of people to get together, buy you all plane tickets and get you the hell out of here. You know, I don't care whether you're black, white, gay, straight, foreign or national. It doesn't even matter to me. It does. I don't even look at Ryan, for example, as gay. He's just my buddy. You know, that's the way we're supposed to look at everybody. Everybody has the absolute freedom to be who they want to be. Quick story. I got upset at Turning Point USA. I don't know if you listened to that episode, Ryan, but they kicked Brandy Love out, who's a conservative out of in Florida. They kicked her out of an event, and it pissed me off. I said, that's the problem with the Republican Party right there. When you fight a war, you need every bullet in your gun. You just don't pick and choose what bullet you need. Yeah, under the Constitution, she has the right to practice her art the way she wants to. That's the Constitution. If you can't support
0: the Constitution, then, hey, why are you here then? Why are you here? You know. Well, to to play devil's advocate, I believe that event was catered to younger students, and but there they were don't like- know who she is. They don't know who
1: she is. It's just but- the adults who are watching porn who knew who she was.
0: But she was taking pictures with young people and posting it on her Twitter interspersed with pornographic images and you use the word art i don't know if i would go as far I, look
1: i just I, look when i say art i say that because that is what the law is kind of like abortions i can't stand abortions but it's the law right now and per the constitution you have to obey the law of the land so as a true constitution that's the way i look at it but it doesn't mean i always agree with every article or what people put under, for example, first amendment, And for example, you know, child pornography, for example, don't agree with it. It's not legal. That's not an art form, but I guess pornography is protected because it's supposedly be an art form. I don't agree with it.
0: Can I share my view on how we can find a common sense approach to things like pornography? Um, Whether or not you morally object to like, you know, I've got my haters on the right who hate that I'm gay and say you're not a conservative and they're ungrateful because I'm out here fighting and they're not, they're just complaining. But I think it comes down to basically two uh, fundamental rules. Number one is what you are doing, violating the right to consent of another person. And that includes minors under the age of 18 because their brains are not developed they are not capable of making adult sexual decisions they they should not be exposed to pornography they should not get transgender procedures because they are kids so consent and of course you know consent between adults if somebody uh, says no no means no so that's rule number 1 and then rule number 2 is are is what you are do is what you're doing infringing upon the rights of somebody else are you trying to shut down the rights of someone else for example you're you know you're a homosexual and you you do your pride parades and you you live your life outlandishly but at the same time that you're asking for freedom you are persecuting Brigham Young University saying they do not have the right to have their religious policy about homosexual homosexuality in their private school so do you see where i'm coming there those are what you saying. those are basically the two big rules and outside of those big rules do whatever the heck you want i don't think that uh, we're going to have a perfect system that protects everybody we should do our best but i i do think there's kind of a line that she crossed um identifying herself as a porn star and then taking pictures with she she didn't
1: She, she did not identify herself People have called in who know her because they obviously seen her content called um, Turning Point USA. Now, the problem that I have with the Turning Point was the hypocrisy. Let's say, for example, now, a lot of the problem with sometimes with me as Republican is religion. You know, this is where people don't understand how the Democrats are still so powerful. It's because they get lost in there's a thing called Constitution and then they've called freedom of religion.
0: Church and state.
1: Yep. Separations in church and state. So the thing is, we keep losing as Republicans because we keep electing people based on religion. For example, the South, the, rep- the Bible Belt, you know, anti-abortion, anti abortion, uh, anti homosexuality, anti corn, anti drinking, blah, 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 blah. The problem with the Republican Party is they be, seem to be too staunch. Imperfect people can't join you. Whereas the Democrats have said, hey, we'll take you because Republicans are racist. See, that's the problem with the Republican Party that people haven't figured out. The, I know many Democrats. Actually, I know uh, several gay people that will have said to me, the reason why they don't come, become a Democrat is because the Republicans are all about, you know, uh, starch collars um uh, religion so and this is the problem as a true con- a conservative and the constitution is conservative conservative i truly believe that you got to learn to keep religion out of hey i'm muslim i'm muslim but if i was a true muslim i wouldn't be talking to you if i was a true muslim when i say true muslim i mean that i don't i'm not fanatical my common sense tell me some things are no longer <laughs> are allowed in this country. This is the reason why we don't have Sharia law in this country. Oh,
0: but they're trying, they're trying to establish oh, it. They're trying to establish it. They're trying to establish it. Oh, yeah. People Min- like us, Minnesota.
1: Oh, like Talib, um, um, Rashida, Rashida Talib, and, and Ilhan and Omar. What's it, Ilhan Omar? So
0: you're, you're familiar with the principle of Takiyah, right? And I think a lot of these extremists, put the beautiful Ilhan Omar with her makeup and her so-called modern view in the forefront as we have the Sharia law slowly but surely building in, over. in the mosques across Michigan and you, uh, Minnesota. So you, I I actually feel like, a, I don't know, almost a, a religious, you know, kind of oppressor compared to you. It sounds like your definition of freedom really is... Just fundamental and uh, constitutional, and I do, you know, I do moralize a lot, and I do get caught up. Like I don't like pride parades. I don't want them waving dildos in public at uh, parades and stuff. Am I, am I not a real conservative because I don't want them doing that?
1: No, you now there's a difference. If you're waving a dildo in a parade, in a parade, you know that's the maternal part of us that comes out. That's the respect and the disrespect part comes out. You know, there's some things that are obscene. For example, you know, here's what's funny. If a guy, if a woman was walking outside and sitting on the park bench with a dildo in her hand, the cops would come and probably throw her in jail. But if you do it in the gay pride parade, it's okay.
0: Yeah, free pass for all of that. Exactly. That's yeah. the problem. There's yeah.
1: no, They're hypocrites and there's no consistency. It should be applicable to whether you're black, white, yellow, brown, gay, straight, whatever.
0: Yeah, they get a free pass to do whatever they want in public. Now, see, this is why I say that violates the right of consent of my sister and her kids in McDonald's having lunch and strangers walking out in the street with nudity and sex toys and all of that kind of stuff. I think that violates their right to privacy and uh and consent. So at the end of the day, my mom always taught me, God rest her soul. She always said, you can never find political solutions to moral problems. So things can be legal, but just because it's legal doesn't mean it's okay. So in the social and cultural arguments, we still have the right to stand up for what we believe in and say, even though you can legally do that, I believe it's wrong. Does that, does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why I say, you know, I say that that about abortion, you know, even though it's legal, doesn't mean I agree with it. But since it's legal, they have the right to do it. Um, Now, me protesting. Something that's been going on since 1972, as far as abortions, I don't know if that's ever going to change because it's 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 a political football and it always remain political football, even though there's been 11 million black babies aborted, you know. Since uh, Margaret Sanger founded Planned Parenthood, um, it's going to be a political football. And there's some things that they will always that will always remain a political football because it gives them a political advantage. Because, you know, um, but as far as the Brandy Love thing and what my problem with Turning Point was, you know, they didn't like what she did. But yeah, let's say I was going to say this earlier. Let's say Turning Point invited you to come. And they didn't know you were gay, nor did they know you were Lady Maga. Yeah, you showed up as Lady Mega. Well, the re- the spiritual side of, of uh, Turning Point would turn on you and say, "Wait a minute, we don't promote that." But that what's ironic is one of their one of their speakers for Turning Point USA's name is Max. He's gay. He's gay. Yeah, they have, My they problem have is gay speakers. People keep it consistent. This is the problem. If you want people to join your organization. Fair and balanced. That's what you need to be. Fair and balanced. Doesn't matter where you're. Straight, black, white, porn star, doctor, lawyer. You know, as long as they're not doing it at your event, as long as they're they're not violating your ethics code while at your event, welcome them.
0: I would have to agree with you. Appreciate them. Appreciate them. The only comparison there um, is costumes and theatrics and a wig and makeup are not on the same level as pornography. But I agree, she was not doing anything pornographic at that event. And I've been to Prager U events. I've been to Trump rallies. I've been to Politicon. I've been to CPAC more than once. And I show up dressed up, but I'm dressed in a very dignified manner. I'm covered neck to, t- to toe. You know, everything is tasteful. And, and so was
1: she in a white dress. She was in a white long dress. With a back,
0: you've convinced me. I don't think she should have been kicked out. But 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 I just I just don't want to be compared. People
1: in his movies for life,
0: like and says terrible awful and terrible
1: things. things. So why shouldn't he... why she pay pay the consequence for what she does when he's what he does is death, mayhem, maiming, and a lot of people get caught up in that crap.
0: You're making me think, John. You're really making me think. You got to look at the
1: bigger picture. I mean, we just. We pick her out because of what she does, because we don't like it. But yeah, you know, Sylvester Stallone um, and Bruce Willis and The Rock, they can go out and kill people in movies and stuff. Torture, even. Yeah, Yeah. and we make that that's okay.
0: Uh, Good point. An actress who starred in a film like Saw, which is violent porn it's torture against women it's it's the worst thing's imaginable if that famous actress went to the event i don't think they would have had a problem i you nope. you nailed it right there actually because in my opinion uh, a film like saw which does mix sexuality and violence and rape and torture is actually worse than porn i i don't know what brandy does in her videos but that is also just as evil that is a really really good point. And for me, when I'm, when I'm arguing with people, like I've debated the Westboro Baptist church and, you know, Mm -hmm. the Gropers and the fundamentalists Uh who say, you cannot be a conservative, you're ruining everything. I say, I say this, it was actually Jamie who told me that this is how you need to look at it. We are in a foxhole. We are fighting a battle. We are running out of ammunition and we are losing right now. We are losing and so, if yeah. if some extra people show up and they have extra guns and ammunition, and Lady Maga shows up and is willing to crawl into that trench and defend our fundamental constitutional rights and values, you're an idiot for rejecting them. That's kind of how are. I look at it. Yeah, as long you're, as they're not, you forced, would be. and I'm not forcing anybody. To uh, be a drag artist. And I even tell people, this is just, I, I love it. it. It's a lot of fun. It makes me happy. It makes a lot of people happy. But I have no desire to erase gender or push what I love right. to do on anybody else. If you like it, smile, take a picture, fangirl over Lady Maga. That's great. <laughs> and if you hate it, just ignore it because this is America and you and you're out there saying that, you know, free speech is free speech and we don't have the right to not be offended. That includes religious conservatives who I defend every day. I defend their right. I mean, the Westboro Baptist Church, their website literally is godhatesfags.com. And I think that's pretty horrible. I would love for Mm -hmm. them to change that website. However, I will defend their right to have that website to my death because words are not violence. And unless I defend even the ugliest of speech, I am slowly but surely encroaching on my speech because then we just then they set a precedent for who gets to decide what is hate speech right it can right. flip it flip flops all the time so anyway john once again guys go to the modern conservative just search that on google and facebook podcast they the, the modern vodka. ad podcast the modern conservative podcast with john harvey Man, this was such a fascinating. I knew this was going to be good. I knew it would be good. And by the way, for those of you listening and you're not going to see this video, he has what's behind you uh, on the wall. Trump made America great again. Oh, I love it. You know, (laughs) Trump, we could do a. We got it. We got to continue this conversation because I really want to talk to you about COVID. I want to talk to you about Trump and being a black Trump supporter and all of that. So anyway, maybe uh, you
1: should be on my podcast this afternoon.
0: Oh, I can't do it today because we had the, the Log Cabin oh, Republicans right. event right. Senator Johnson to talk about critical race Let me ask theory. You something. Yeah, of course.
1: What if we should share this one online?
0: Oh, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, just put it out as an episode. I've done that before where you're a guest on somebody else's podcast and you use it as yours because it lets your listeners get to know you. Uh, you know, for- yeah, absolutely.
1: Do it. Because I want my people to know who you are.
0: Oh, okay. Well, hey, everybody. If you're listening to this, uh, I'm Lady Maga USA. I am a proud American patriot. I love our constitution. I also am a gay man. Don't care that I'm gay. It's not my primary identity. Uh, Qualifications over orientation. I am a theatrical person. I'm a dancer, choreographer. I love to dress up. And I created the character of Lady Maga USA to defy the leftist narrative to make them angry and also, as we have discussed in this podcast, to make people realize we do need a big tent. We do need a big tent. We need a bigger conservative army in this country. And not all of us are going to fit the cookie cutter suit and tie narrative. There's people out there who are, uh, I'm not going to use the word imperfect, but of course we're imperfect. There are people who are different. And like I said, I have no desire to convert kids and tell them they should be transgender. I am not transgender. And I have testified at the Utah State Legislature and I have spent two years fighting for common sense patriotism in this country and standing up against the radical LGBTQIA plus plus movement. So anyway, sorry, I just rattled <laughs> off. Cause you're like, Oh, gotta introduce I got to introduce my, I don't want them to have a misconception that I'm someone trying to morally infiltrate uh, what is usually, you know, a Christian um, movement. Cause they don't like it when I say this, but I got a picture of Christ on my wall and I was raised Mormon and I identify with that spiritual upbringing and culturally, like, that's why, I mean, I don't like to watch R-rated movies. I don't use bad words. And so um, that's why I tend to be a little bit more uh, uh, conservative. What's the word? Not conservative, but uh, different. I'm not, as, I'm, not as, I'm not as staunchly open as you are, but I think that your type of voice is exactly what we need to invite more people. So if you all you enjoy, know, go ahead.
1: I'm going to say this before we go. Now, my name is John Harvey, and I am a conservative who is black but I identify as vaccinated.
0: Oh, good. Yes. (laughs) Me too. You know what? I identify as... Isn't it funny that they're going to take gender off of IDs, but they're going to have vaccination on the ID? Yeah. So if you can identify (laughs) with your gender and gender doesn't exist, then I'm also going to identify as vaccinated, just the word makes my blood boil. I really want to talk about this. And on the 14th here in Utah, um, Eric Moutsos is holding a freedom rally for freedom of choice when it comes to the vaccination. And my stance, and I'm sure yours is, I'm not pro or anti-vax. If you want to do it, do it. But forcing it, forcing a medical experiment, experimental thing on anybody is wrong. Man, John, we could go on for hours. I am honored. for the chance to talk to you. For those of you listening, um, as you know, I'm not paid to be Lady Maga. I'm trying to uh, be smarter when it comes to monetization and things. So you can go to LadyMagaUSA.com and just go under PayPal, subscribe. And if you want to throw me a dollar, five bucks, 10 bucks a month, it will help me with my travel expenses. It will help me with Airbnbs. It will help me uh, get this message out. And of course, I am establishing a new life now that I'm no longer with Delta. And the more I can monetize what I do politically, the more time I can actually spend on it and work at my other job a little less. So please visit LadyMagaUSA.com. And if you appreciate this podcast with John, please share it. And finally, once again, The Modern Conservative Podcast. You will be shocked and you will be inspired (laughs) at the courage of this guy and the things he says on his podcast he does not hold back so god bless you john and i look forward to seeing you very soon in person
1: all right brother take care all right see you